your digital presence is far, far more important now than your physical presence to the point that I've seen multiple medical entrepreneurs actually set up their digital presence first before they even had a physical location um, or, you know, using a rented room in someone's office uh, and basically be able to build an entire clinic essentially from digital and then getting a physical location later uh, and staffing it later. How do we as medical professionals create the life of our dreams and still impact the lives of our patients? My name is Dr. Adam Sewell, and I'm here to show you how to break free of the traditional healthcare system that has you overworked and underpaid. If you're ready to join us, visit freedomthroughprosperity.com. But for now, let's get into today's episode. All right. Hey, welcome to the Medical Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Today, we have a great podcast episode for you. We're going to be talking about medical practice marketing, six ways to get more clients in 2023 for your practice. Uh, So we're going to go through these six ways to get more clients because the number one frustration for most uh, medical entrepreneurs out there is how do I get more people in the door? How do I get more patients? Uh, And that seems to be the kind of the primary uh, thing that people are looking for. And if you don't have ways to get new patients in, you don't have a consistent and reliable way to get new patients in regularly, it is usually your top priority. And once you master that, there are other things you work on afterwards. Uh, However, if you don't have that mastered, your top priority is to always get new patients in the door. Uh, So number one, developing an online presence. I know uh, most people have the idea that, hey, you need to have a website, you need to have, uh, you know, maybe a Google My Business um, page, you need to have some kind of, uh, you know, basic footprint digitally. However, when you look at most people that are struggling to get clients, and you start to do a search on them, you find that it is very difficult to find them, to find their address, to find their phone number, to find ways to contact them. And the reason why is that because most of the time, they haven't done the basics to get their practice set up online. The reality is that in 2023, your online presence is actually more important than your brick and mortar presence. You know, when I first started building clinics, it was really critical to have a uh, clinic that was maybe near the hospital or kind of in the medical area of town. Um, and basically, um, you know, somewhere ideally close to, you know, a uh, heavy traffic roads, so people would see your sign, that kind of thing. Um, you know, nowadays, it is actually far more important to have digital footprint that is larger that people can, uh, uh, you know, kind of, you know, view and can find you easily if they search you in the phone. If someone can can use their voice app to basically say, hey, find me uh, an orthopedic surgeon near me or find me a pain management doctor, find me a medical spa near me, uh, that is going to be far, far more important as we go forward. The reality is that ever since the pandemic, the role of digital versus physical has essentially flipped. And now if you don't have a digital presence, you are likely getting less customers. Having an excellent physical presence was really key to winning back, you know, in the the 90s and maybe early 2000s. However, nowadays, having a digital presence is really more important. Um, just to give you an example, um, you know, a lot of times I'll work uh, to to like test different ideas. So for example, I'll have an idea of like, hey, you know, how can we help people with knee arthritis or something like this? And what I'll do is I'll develop a clinic to test a protocol or test an idea. And so um, one of the things that I did was actually um, worked with one of my friends and got a, a room in, in his office where I was just going to see a few patients, you know, maybe one day a week, just kind of get patients in, test this protocol, see if it helped them, and then take that protocol and do something with it. First thing I did is I started building a digital presence. 
And one of the things that uh, you know we use a lot is we use a software called Click Practice. And the Click Practice software helped us build a digital presence that was so strong that he was actually getting calls to his office asking about our services. Uh, even though we didn't really exist in a physical form yet, like we'd literally just started the clinic, but our digital presence was so strong that it was actually pulling people into location. So, um, you know, realize that your digital presence is far, far more important now than your physical presence to the point that I've seen multiple medical entrepreneurs actually set up their digital presence first before they even had a physical location um, or, you know, using a rented room in someone's office uh, and basically be able to build an entire clinic essentially from digital and then getting a physical location later uh, and staffing it later. So the the world has kind of changed in that regard uh, and it's getting to a point where uh, it's just really, really more important you have that digital presence. A couple of things that you need to have on your digital presence is, of course, you need to have a website. You need to have social media accounts uh, on the major platforms. You don't need to, ha- to post to all of them. You need to just pick one of them to post to initially. It, um, however, you do need to have some information that people can find you. So if someone is searching for you online, you need to have your Google My Business profile built so they can easily find you on Google. Uh, you need to basically have your name in, in many of the online directories. You need to have a website that has a way to reach you. Uh, and you need to have you know, some form of uh, you know, email or communication, uh, ideally even a, uh, a box or a text widget where somebody can go to your website and basically you know, use uh, messaging to communicate with your staff uh, and ask questions to get you in. Because more people are doing that nowadays than they are actually going and calling. Uh, some of the older patients will be more likely to call. So people that are, you know, greater than 50 are more likely to use the phone. However, that even that is changing as they are becoming more familiar with social media and uh, cell phones. I would say that the number one way that people reach out nowadays uh, to most of our clinics is probably through text message. Um, it's kind of interesting. If you allow someone to text message your office, you'll find that that is uh, a very useful and you'll get many, many more people that will simply text you um, rather than you know trying to make a phone call. And in many cases, it's actually easier on you as the clinic owner because you don't have to have as many staff. You can get back to that text message uh, through you know asynchronous communication, meaning like you don't have to have somebody literally sitting on the phone talking to someone. Their time is not blocked up. They can be you know checking out a patient and then text back that other person. Um, it just becomes far more efficient. The number two way to increase uh, the number of patients you get in 2023 is to utilize digital marketing. Uh, obviously, digital marketing has changed the game for medicine uh, in all forms, but a lot of people are still unfamiliar with how to use it appropriately. A lot of people think that if I want to use digital marketing, I need to run uh, ads that basically say, you know, hey, come in for this uh, special, come in for that, you know, that kind of thing. Most digital marketing nowadays, the first step to building a a decent digital marketing campaign is to build an audience that is actually following you. And so if you can take all of the questions that you get as a practitioner, so anytime that you answer a question multiple times for patients, take those questions, write them down, make a video explaining those uh, to your potential customers saying, you know, hey, a lot of people ask me, what is the difference between disport and fillers? What is the difference between... Uh, you know, having this surgery or that surgery. What do you do if you have knee pain in this location? You know, et cetera. Like all those speeches that you give repetitively, those are all golden nuggets of content that you know so well because you've said that speech so many times. And all those things can be used and you can actually run those as ads 
that don't ask anything just, just, just to get attention, just to build an audience of people that are familiar with you. And we know that people come to clinics um, to see providers that they know, like, and trust. And one of the ways to build that is to have your uh, media basically promulgated or basically served by many of the social networks for you. One of the major examples is TikTok. TikTok currently has a thing called Spark Ads, which is an amazing thing for people that are in uh, healthcare because you can basically film a video that teaches a customer something um, and basically run it as an ad and it gets real engagement from the community of TikTok and it actually will help promote it socially, not just from your ads. You kind of get a double benefit by running that. Uh, not saying that you have to use TikTok. You can simply use Facebook or Instagram or any of the num any any of the <laughs> huge myriad of social media platforms. Um, but the key is that you start making content that will help people along their journey. One of the things that we commonly see is like a misconception in digital marketing is that the purpose of digital marketing is to sell people stuff. And perhaps in the end it is. In, but in order to to build, to sell someone something or to have them come become a patient of yours, you really have to build a relationship with them. And one of the best ways to build a relationship with them is to basically help them help them see the value that you offer by helping them along their way. One of the things we do with a lot of our medical entrepreneurs is we have them sit down and draw out the patient journey. So when a patient, you know, starts, for example, let's just use a GI example. Someone has uh, some some irritable bowel syndrome, uh, you know, symptoms. Maybe they're having bloating after they eat, this kind of thing. And so they're, you know, map out that journey for your customer. Like, what are they doing? They're having these symptoms. They might search the internet to see kind of what's going on. They might go through some WebMD, that kind of thing. There's certain information that you can provide them. You can perhaps tell them about uh, how they might be able to use an elimination diet to determine if they have any food allergies. Then you can tell them about the common issues that are associated with each symptom. Then you can talk to them about when they might need a, a scope to see, you know, hey, you know, what's going on in there? educate them and help them along their journey to basically become your patient. One of the things that you do when you do that is you build an immense level of trust because people will actually show up to your clinic ready to become patients, ready to do procedures because you've been helping them all along the way. So when they were first questioning, hey, do I have an issue with my intestines or not? Um, they, they found your video where you talked about the most common symptoms that are out there and what they could mean. And then when they weren't sure what to do, if they had a possible food allergy, they saw your video about, uh, you know, how to do an elimination diet for two weeks and, and how it can help them determine if they have food allergies. Then when it, when they still had symptoms after that, they saw your video about what's, you know, what is involved with having um, an upper GI endoscopy? What is involved with having a lower GI endoscopy? You know, what is it like? What, what are you expecting? What do you find? And so by the time they actually come to your practice, they've been educated by you the entire way. They've developed an, a huge, immense level of trust, and they've basically been served by you in a one-to-many fashion. You've basically been helping them almost as like a patient before they became your patient. And then when they do arrive, they know you, they like you, they trust you, and they're more than happy to do business with you. And so a lot of times the concept of digital marketing is that, hey, run ads, run ads, run ads. Remember that you can also run content. You can also build an audience. You can also just help people. And the strange thing is that the more you help people, the more they're likely to become your customer because there's this law of reciprocation that happens. The more that you give and the more that you help, the more you are, appear to be an authority. So using digital marketing in that way is really a game changer in 2023. You know, a long time ago, people just used to run straight ads like, hey, come in for this deal, come in for that. 
you know, um, and those things can work, but they don't work as well unless people have a relationship with you. Uh, number three is to offer different promotions and incentives to get people to try things or get people to come in for diagnostic sessions. Uh, one of the things that is very useful is that many times if you can offer, if you can make some kind of promotion that helps educate people about a potential condition or offer some form of diagnostic modality to help them, uh, you'll find that it is very easy to attract patients to your practice. One such example that we've seen here in the medical spa space is offering a free ultrasound examination of the face to determine the level of uh, sun damage to the skin, the level of dermal thickening, etc. So many times you can offer some kind of diagnostic modality to help people to see like, hey, is there something that's going on here? And you can provide that information for them. And most of the time they'll become customers. You might see this before in, uh, you know, many dentists do this, for example, where they offer a free teeth cleaning. Uh, and the whole reason they offer the free teeth, the, the free teeth cleaning is that they get people in, they go to clean their teeth. They say, hey, by the way, we also noticed you have this cavity, you have this and the other thing. Uh, what, would you like to also do those things? The, the additional charge is X. And many times the customer that came in for the free teeth cleaning just wanted their teeth cleaned, but now they've built a relationship. And because they've received value from that dental uh, office, when, they, when they're told later that, hey, you need this, you need that, you need the other thing, they're way more likely to buy those because they've already received good service. They've already made a good uh, contact with them uh, and they've already come in and you know basically built a relationship with that dental practice. The next thing is to really build a good online reputation. You know, it kind of goes without saying that if you don't have a lot of good reviews, it's really hard for people to, to make a choice of you. Um, and so basically one of the things that we see that's becoming more and more important is the amount of reviews that you have, particularly on Google, is starting to determine how many people are able to see you as a business. Be it bad or good, Google is continuing to integrate itself in between customers and businesses. And so now if you don't already have a program to basically collect reviews in an automated fashion from your patients, you are behind the curve. You need to be able to have some form of automated program that can basically ask for reviews. Um, and, and, you know, if, if a customer doesn't have time to give a review now, follow up with them and ask for them, you know, so many times uh, until you get those reviews. One of the softwares that we use is called Click Practice. And one of the things that's great about it is that you can uh, basically send a review to a customer. And if the customer doesn't actually go and do the review today, it will wait several days and remind them, say, hey, would you mind doing us a review or leaving us a review? Um, you know, here's a link. And if they don't do that, it will remind them a series of times. And what we found is that that increases the amount of reviews that you get by 68% just by reminding them because people are busy. You know, when they leave the office, they might have to go to a soccer game, might have to go pick up their kids, they might have to go to dinner, whatever it is. Uh, and it's very easy for them to forget uh, and say, oh, I'll go get that review later. And then life gets in the way. So by having a system that's automated that reminds them, hey, you know, <laughs> we asked for a review before. It sounds like you got busy. Uh, could we trouble you to leave a review this time? You'll find that you'll get so many more reviews. And as you get more and more reviews, what happens is that you start to rank higher on the search engines. So particularly with Google, Google is starting to get to the point where it is listing. Like if you ever do a Google search, when you see the first box that comes up with all the businesses, those businesses that are in there are ranked based on the number of reviews and also the quality of their online presence. So uh, as you start to get more reviews, you'll notice that you'll start to basically rank higher in search engine results because you're starting to become more of a well-known business. So having reviews, dealing with reviews really helps. 
The other thing to be aware of is that people are starting to trust reviews about the same as they trust recommendation from a friend. In fact, a recent study showed that people trusted online reviews uh, up to 80% as the same as they would trust a friend recommending you, which is huge because we know that if, if a patient comes into your practice from a referral, meaning someone was your patient, they had a great experience, they say, hey, you got to go see Dr. X, he's awesome, blah, 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 blah. Those patients uh, are typically more loyal, they, they uh, buy more services, they're more likely to also uh, be evangelical to other people and also mention your name and kind of be, you know, somebody who also does more word of mouth for you. So they're actually much more valuable patients. Well, you can create the same effect by having a lot of reviews and by building that trust by saying, you know, hey, we have, you know, 300 reviews, we have a thousand reviews, uh, we have this level of review, and it really helps build that out. And then people start to really trust you uh, even before they get there. Uh, the next thing is to host events. You know, a lot of people haven't done this in a long time. When the pandemic happened, kind of everybody stopped doing this. Um, but the reality is that for a lot of patients, particularly those that are older, they really enjoy coming to um, events. Events are a great way to showcase what you're doing, to showcase uh, some of the most common things that you treat. Um, you know, for example, if you are in the medical spa space, you know, you could have an event talking about new breakthroughs and anti-aging medicine. Uh, you know, if you're, for example, in the orthopedic space, you could have new breakthroughs in knee pain, talking about how your new, uh, you know, surgical approach allows people to get back to life after having a knee replacement, et cetera. You know, these kind of events often allow people to learn about the condition they have in a non-pressure way and educate themselves. And of course, because you're the one who's teaching it or your staff is the one who's teaching it, they will see you as the expert. And so it's really critical to have some form of event, which you can also record and then also offer as a on-demand uh, kind of video for people who maybe don't have the time to come to the, the event, but many times will watch this uh, video later. Uh, and you can actually use it as you can even use edits from that in your marketing, which is huge. Um, because it shows you as an authority giving a speech to people and you're basically educating them on, you know, what are the most common conditions they're dealing with? Why do they have pain in their knee? For example, we're staying with orthopedics. Why does their knee hurt? What does it mean? You know, what is the next step? What does it look like? How do we get this better, et cetera? And when you start to, to teach customers, you start to teach patients, uh, what you find is that they will see you as an authority and they'll be very, very likely to come into your practice. And finally, number six is to create a referral program. You know, so often it's kind of, it's kind of scary to, to ask people like, Hey, can you, do you know anybody else that, uh, that you would want to, you know, share my services with that kind of thing? So having a referral program sometimes can seem a little weird. Uh, however, there's a way to do it where there's no strangeness. You may consider having a referral program where you offer some form of incentive or reward for those that refer people to your practice. One of the best things you can ever do, it's so simple, but every time someone is referred by someone else is to actually notate that in their chart and at the bare minimum, send a thank you note to the person who referred them. You would be surprised how far this goes. Many times people that refer uh, other patients to a practice receive nothing in return. And so it doesn't really incentivize them to continue to do that behavior. There are many people who actually enjoy referring other patients. They enjoy being kind of a trusted authority in that area. And they enjoy sharing the, the benefits that they've gained from your services. And you can have a few of these that can go a very, very long way. In fact, in some of the practices we've seen, we'll have, you know, four or five people 
that they will refer, you know, 10 to 20 patients each, you know, over a period of three years. So, you know, uh, the thing is that you can see that many times there are actually a lot of people that actually want to refer to you. The thing is they need to also feel they're getting something out of it. And even if it's just a thank you card, maybe it's just a gift card, you know, you don't want to break any laws or anything like that. But the thing is you can always give a genuine gift. And sometimes the best gift that you can give is literally a, a card with a genuine note saying, thank you so much for taking the time to refer. It means the world to me. Thank you. And then sign your name. Uh, that can go so, so far. So just to recap, the six ways that you can increase your number of patients for 2023 one, develop your online presence. Having online presence is critical nowadays. You need to have everything set up. It needs to be easy to find you on search engines. It needs to be easy to find you if someone were to use voice search. Um, those need to happen. Uh, number two, uh, utilize digital marketing to educate people rather than just try to sell them stuff. You know, use your ability to map that patient journey, help them, help them along the way from, you know, the time that they're searching for answers to questions to the time they come into your office. What resources could you provide? What information could you provide to help them along that journey and use that in your digital marketing to help uh, people reach the destination they need to reach and by offering true, genuine value? I know it sounds kind of crazy, but, you know, people do business with other people they know, like and trust. And if you actually help them, you know, you, you can demonstrate that you can help them by actually helping them. It sounds so simple, but it's true. Uh, number three is offering promotions. Anytime there's a holiday, anytime there's a reason, you should always have some form of promotion to have people come in to just see what's going on, to see the new things, uh, you know, perhaps receive some form of diagnostic testing. You know, you might even have a, to, you know, have some, some way to actually test people uh, to find out if they have this or that. Having offering promotions like that can go a long, long way to bringing people in. Number four is building an online reputation, having reviews, having an automated system that collects reviews for you, realizing that if you offer, if you ask someone for a review today, it is, uh, you're, you're leaving a lot of reviews on the table. So you need to have some kind of system that, that is automated, that checks on people. If they don't leave a review today, that reminds them several times because we have seen in our data that um, 68% of reviews are actually from the reminders and not from the initial request. So having an automated system that helps you get those online reviews is really critical nowadays. And it is it's basically a must for your practice. Number five is hosting events, having events uh, where people can come in, see what's going on, offering, you know, a breakthrough in back pain, breakthrough in knee pain, these kind of events, you know, what's new in aesthetics, you know, what is the newest thing that's going on, how to do this or that. Letting people come to some kind of uh, live education event where they can see you and get, get their eyes on you, listen to, to what you have to say. There is nothing quite like that. And what you'll find is anytime you host an event, uh, you'll find that you'll be way more successful uh, because people have, A, people love to come to those. And then B, they actually get to see you in person and they can form an opinion of you without them having to take any risk. And so that makes it so easy for people. And finally, number six is creating a referral program, build a referral program that isn't weird. And sometimes one of the easiest ways to do that is just genuinely sending a thank you card. Every time someone refers a patient to you, just take the time to write the card. It doesn't take long. Uh, and it means the world to a lot of people. And what you'll find is that you'll have some people that are, are very, very significant referrers and just taking care of them and, and just letting them know that, you know, you're so grateful for that can go a long way in getting you more referrals. So hopefully this was useful for you guys. Um, as always, the medical entrepreneurs, we have a saying, one vision, one purpose, freedom through prosperity. And I'll see you next time. Take care, guys. 
Thank you for listening. As medical entrepreneurs, we have a saying, one vision, one purpose, freedom through prosperity. If you're ready to follow your destiny and break free of the mainstream medical system, join us at freedomthroughprosperity.com. See you next week.